It's been so good this morning. I about don't want to share. If it wasn't for these two jokes I have first, I may just let it keep going. But <laughs> Got to share those. Then maybe we can turn the music back on. <laughs> okay. Little Susie, a six-year-old, complained, Mother, I've got a stomach ache. That's because your stomach is empty, the mother replied. You would feel better if you had something in it. That afternoon, her father came home complaining that he has had a severe headache all day. Susie perked up. That's because it's empty, she said. You'd feel better if you had something in it. <laughs> Here's a classic. I thought this one was good. A kid asked his dad, what's a man? The dad says, a man is someone who is responsible and cares for their family. And the kid says, I hope one day I can grow up and be a man just like mom. <laughs> okay, I'm going to pray. <laughs> We just thank you for who you are. Lord, we thank you for what you're doing this morning. Lord, we just say, have your way. Lord, have your way in your people. Lord, we don't come together to hear someone speak. Lord, we don't come together just to talk to each other and visit, although all those things are good. Lord, we come together to feel your presence in a deeper way and to get to know you more. So, Lord, we just thank you for all that you're doing. Say, have your way in our midst this morning, Jesus. Okay, I'm going to condense this. Um, I wanted to have the School of Ministry. I'm not going to do this now because we don't have much time. Uh, School of Ministry, just be praying. If you have a word for anyone, we're not going to have time to come up today, but catch them before they leave and speak a word over someone. If you have the Lord speaking words to you, because I felt like he said he's wanting to speak to people this morning, and it may have just been going through the line, having hands laid on you, I don't know, but if you have another word, please speak it to them before they leave. So, um, I'm just going to share a little bit about what the Lord was saying to me. I asked the Lord a few weeks back, I said, Lord, what are you saying to your people right now? And he said, what is your focus? And I'm like, okay. Um, and there's a lot going on, as we all know, a lot of things happening. It's been an interesting year, um, a lot of stirrings and things. And what I got out of that was the Lord's not worried about what's going on, what's happening around us, the things that are stirring. He's concerned about what our focus as his people are in this nation. And I had a devotional, and I thought it was awesome. It went along with it. It said, a reflection on worry. When I am too concerned about what will not last, worry occurs. When we've overvalued something that is corruptible, that causes the worry. Possessions, opportunities, health, relationships, jobs, and all else we need for daily existence are important, but they are not essential to our life in Christ. We often hold them too dear and they become our idols. When they are threatened, our hearts are troubled. But if we fix our hearts on Jesus, we find rest. He is our refuge, our shield, and our provider. 
and he can be trusted. And I just thought that's awesome because that's what the enemy tries to do. Um, he tries to cause us to worry and get stirred up over things. And it's all just to distract us is what it is. Um, Philippians 3.1 says, Whatever happens, my dear brothers and sisters, rejoice in the Lord. I never get tired of telling you these things, and I do it to safeguard your faith. Whatever happens, rejoice in him. Psalms 18.25-30 says, To the faithful you show yourself faithful. To those with integrity you show integrity. To the pure you show yourself pure, but the crooked you show yourself shrewd. You rescue the humble, but you humiliate the proud. You light a lamp for me. The Lord my God lights up my darkness. In your strength, I can crush an army. With my God, I can scale any wall. God's way is perfect. All the Lord's promises prove true. He is a shield for all who look to him for protection. And this is what our Father's saying to us. Why do we worry about things that are not for us to worry about? It's just like the word that we got at the School of Ministry this last week. Don't worry about the things that are outside of what the Lord has for you to carry. Don't let those things bother you. And then the things that are in your realm are not for you to worry about. They're for you to give to him, and he will take care of them. The enemy uses these distractions and worries to get us off track and to cause us to lose focus. Lord, help us come back to the place that our Father is the solution to every problem, not worry or dwelling on the problems themselves. Um, Ephesians has a lot with this, but um, I just put Ephesians 1, 3 through 8. All praise the God, the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us with every spiritual blessing in the heavenly realms because we are united with Christ. Even before he made the world, God loved us and chose us in Christ to be holy and without fault in his eyes. God decided in advance to adopt us into his own family by bringing us to himself through Jesus Christ. This is what he wanted to do, and to give, and it gave him great pleasure. So we praise God for the glorious grace he has poured out on us who belong to his dear son. He is rich in kindness and grace that he purchased our freedom with the blood of his son and forgave our sins. He has showered us with kindness along with all wisdom and understanding. He did that for us so we didn't have to carry not only our sins, but the sins of those around us. He, he gave us the ability to walk in wholeness in him and know that he has in his hands, not worry about what we see and what we run into on a day, daily basis, but to have confidence that he's in control. He's bigger than those things. There was a couple different words on the Elijah list. How many people look at the Elijah list every so often? Quite a few. That's good. There's, there's um, times where you'll get on there and it's like me personally. I don't find a lot. And then there's other times like, wow, there's all kinds of words that really spoke a lot. There was one that um, was by Elaine. I don't know how you say her last name, so I'm not going to butcher it. Elaine from Staten Island, the title of it was, This is How I Fight My Battles, and it all was about this. It was talking about a word that she had received, 
and, um, and how we fight our battles and the different things that we deal with as far as um, uh, our worries and our flesh and, and all those kind of things. And it's, it's a good one. If you have time, look it up. But there was another one on there, and it was Rebecca Greenwood from Colorado, and it said, God is the master of the chessboard. He has sudden moves Satan will not see coming. And I thought this was awesome because with our election and all the stirring that's going on right now, this is one that I thought it was cool. And um, it was actually, it was older. It was on September 20th. But it said, I heard the Lord say, uh, as I began September 20th, the enemy thinks he has secured great victories in this season, but I am the master of the chessboard that the world, man, and Satan have attempted to manipulate through humanism demonic delay, and antichrist agendas. I have sudden moves that Satan and corrupt men and structures will not see coming. There will be sudden moves initiated on the game board that will trump evil and corruption and secure victory. Remember, remember that while I hung on the cross, Satan thought he had won, but I secured the keys he had stolen, and in a surprise... Not yet seen move, I rose from the grave and defeated death and hell. Don't think darkness and evil have won. Their defeat and destruction were secured on the cross and sealed by my resurrection life. There will be more suddenly surprise moves. I will initiate the final secure move of checkmate on the game board the enemy has set in motion among the people and nations. And it goes on. There's a lot more to it. But I just thought it was awesome because it's how the Lord works. You know, you, you, the enemy thinks he has control and he's doing what he wants. But then the Lord will move and completely change things. And I thought it was awesome that we prayed for um, Shawnee's co-worker because the Lord can move in those situations and completely change it from one day to the next. So that was an awesome thing. And all of you that come up today and got prayer, the key to everything, it doesn't matter if you're dealing with work, if you're dealing with health, if you're dealing with just everyday life, the key to everything is who's your best friend and where do you turn to through those things. And that's what he was doing this morning. He was refreshing that and renewing it. As people were walking through, I just heard him say he was fanning the flames in different ones. And he was removing the old in situations. You know, we go through life and sometimes it gets hard and maybe things get crusty. And he was wanting to renew those things this morning. So I just felt like it was awesome what the Lord was doing. James 1, 2 through 4 says, Dear brothers and sisters, when troubles of any kind come your way, consider it an opportunity for great joy, for you know that when your faith is tested, your endurance has a chance to grow, so let it grow, for when your endurance is fully developed, you will be perfect and complete, needing nothing. So I feel like that um, the key to where we're at right now is who is our best friend, and are we walking in worry or are we walking in confidence in our relationship with him? So as you spend time this week, just ask him if, if I'm getting stirred up or worried or irritated or whatever it may be over the things that I'm dealing with in life, give me the ability to center down on you and know what you're saying. 
Um, he doesn't have us to carry things that's not for us to carry. And a lot of times it can just be stress over things that we see and hear, or worry about, and those kind of things. And um, that's not what he's called us to. He's called us to walk in peace, joy, and love. And anytime we're outside of those things, we need to center back to him. So if everyone would stand, I would just like to pray over us this morning and ask him to meet us in that. Lord, I just thank you for this body of believers you have here this morning. And Lord, I thank you for what you're doing in all of our hearts and our minds. Lord, I thank you for fanning the flame of our relationship with you this morning. I thank you for flowing in our worship and just causing your peaceful presence to be in this place. And Lord, want us to just want our hearts to dwell there and, and be with you. Lord, I thank you that you give us those times. And Lord, we just lift up this week to you and say, Lord, carry us through the week with your presence, your peace, and your joy, and let it flow out of us to those around us. Help us to flow in you and for you to flow out of us. And I just bless your people this morning in Jesus' name. Amen. Um, the word of knowledge, I had a word of knowledge, and it's for all of you, or for some of you, and um, it had to do with that dream again, and in the dream, when I finished the dream, which um, the chaos is going to end and things are changed at the cross, right? But the um, scripture that came to me is, there is a friend who sticks closer than a brother, and this was the word of knowledge. I felt like the Lord was saying that he wants to remove the hurt, the harm, the places in your life where your heart has stuck closer or close to a person that maybe failed or you had a really? You're going to do that? Really? Is that, I mean, you know how life is. And that the Lord wanted to remove the hurt from that and bring you back to one focus. There is a friend that sticks closer than a brother, and he is the one. And I just felt like he wanted to, so I'm going to pray it. Uh, if there's any of you there that have, have had situations with people or situations that have caused um, I'm going to say in this dream it was rejection, but has have caused any form of rejection. And so that's what I felt like he wanted to remove. So, Father, in the name of Jesus, I speak to the spirit of rejection, to the situations of rejection, to all of the situations that have swirled around each one of these people that have caused them to feel rejected, inferior, uh, less than. And in the name of Jesus, I command all of that to fall off. And when they're hugging you, Jesus, they're going to feel totally restored. In Jesus' name. It's kind of funny because I was debating on whether or not to share this earlier before Teresa shared that. But I kept seeing in my life, this every area because I dealt with that rejection so much 
um, every area in my life that that was there. And I, I kept seeing the Lord and the Lord was, and it was just like circumstances of my life. And in all of that, the Lord was showing me I was there. I was there. I was your friend. And it was like these pictures that I kept seeing of like these hurts and these things that were so hard, you know, as, a, as even just as a child and, and as an adult and just all the disappointments and, and God was going, I was there, I'm there. And I, and it is so cool because that is so me what you just even prayed. Cause it was like, even these little circumstances would pop up and it was like, but I'm there. I've been there. I'm your friends and I've been there. So it's just incredible. Cause that was so amazing. So Does anybody else have anything? Okay. Lord, meet your people. Thank you, Jesus.